Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. And a very happy Passover. I was just going to say Chag Sameach. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it literally means happy Passover. I know, I know the English version of Passover. You don't know what Chag Sameach I've heard means? it. I don't know you're the words. A, you're Jewish. Okay. So I'm also, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know everything about what I am. I, I don't well, know. I was going to say... We could cut this out if you want. But I was going to say, why is this night different from all other nights? And it's because we actually have a man coming on to talk about intimacy and everything. And it's True. so hard to find uh, a man to come on and talk like unless they're just talking scientifically. Right. Right. But well, it's funny because he, the things that he said, I think this is really important, by the way, this episode. I totally agree. I, I really do. And I think it's for a couple of reasons. Number one. He says things that a lot of men are thinking. Jeff Abraham. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And things that we're embarrassed to ask or embarrassed to even bring up or talk to somebody about. He touches on all of that stuff. Makes me feel totally more comfortable in my own skin and knowing that, you know, everything, any experiences that I've had are normal and it's an everyday occurrence. And, but he also gives a lot of good pointers of which I even joked about saying how you probably paid him to say these things in the episode, but he gives great pointers for guys about how to treat women and you're going to get something in return. Yeah. Well, which you should be doing anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for highlighting that. But you know, yeah, well he talks all about, you know, foreplay, uh, not just in the physical sense, but the fact that, well, we'll, You'll hear it all during the episode, but it is super important. Um, And I am hopeful that uh, every guy will listen to this episode. Women, too. I think it's important. But um, he is just so relatable. And he I just feel like he takes the shame out of everything. Um, And I communicate so much with our audience, not just because I love it. I really do. But because I want to know what's going on in their lives and relationships so we can know what topics to talk about and what they want to hear. And every time I ask about sex, I always get tons of either guys responding, saying, I wish I could last longer or women saying, I wish my partner would last longer in bed. So it's such an incredibly common problem that so few people are talking about. But this episode is not just about that. We talk about so many other things. We talk about foreplay, communication, trying new things in the bedroom, taking anxiety out of sex and intimacy. Um, you know, and I'm just so grateful that Jeff came on. He is the CEO of Promescent. Uh, and he's really trying to take the shame out of the bedroom and help couples to communicate about sex more. He's also trying to close the orgasm gap 
with their amazing products, especially what their world-famous Delay Spray, which is the only clinically studied topical spray in North America that has statistically significant results and is backed by numerous urologists. Um, and, you know, you and I are always researching different ways to help people in the bedroom with, you know, our date night questions, books, and products. And, you know, I've, I've researched a lot about their products. I've spoken to Jeff on numerous occasions to make sure that this was going to be a great fit um, for our audience. And I I think what they're doing is awesome. Um they're also giving our audience an exclusive 15% off your first order if you want to try them out. So check out um, our show description. What's it called? The the show notes. The show notes, but like on the actual podcast. Yeah, and we could put it in the Friday Five this week too. So we'll put a link there. Right. Okay. But the con the the yeah. Um, if you just look, if you just look up show notes, I don't know when, what any of this is called. <laughs> when you look at the app, look at details, look at the info, it'll be there. Okay, so that's a specific code for fifteen percent off, and we just received a big box of goodies from them. So I am just waiting a few weeks till the kids get out of here, and we are going to you know, uh, that's go thing, to town. I got to tell you one thing about this podcast that people don't realize. You know, we have to suffer through trying all these fun <laughs> new products and right. having all this crazy sex and like these crazy things that we have to try. You guys just don't get it so <laughs> it's a tough job man. it is no i'm really excited about that um so enjoy this episode it's great i think you'll learn a lot um keep an open mind and enjoy jeff he's awesome thanks for being here jeff my pleasure i think you might have one of uh the coolest jobs for one of the coolest companies um i think probably most people who meet you are they super jealous of what you do and tell everybody sort of what what it is you do okay i'm the ceo of a company called absorption pharmaceuticals and our tagline in fact when you fly over our corporate headquarters in which we conveniently located right at the base of the airport at mccarran airport there's a giant 15 foot promescent with a little logo and then our tagline better in bed so <laughs> you know I do have a lot of jealousy among friends of mine. They go, okay, so wait, you're the CEO of a company and you get to talk about sex all day. And then you get to, you know, try out new products. I call it my combination bedroom slash laboratory. You know what I mean? Like sure. when we develop new products, because certainly we don't develop them there. But one of the things we do when we think we're onto something that is going to be a good product or a good formulation, then myself, our employees, and we have a medical advisory board, then everyone is told, hey, you know, incorporate these in your relationship, see what kind of, you know, uh, you know, reviews that you get from both you and your partner, you know, that type of stuff. So it is kind of cool when you get to say to, you know, your partner, hey, I got some work-related things for us to do tonight. You know what I mean? And it happens to be trying out a new lube or a new gel or a woman's arousal gel or maybe Vitaflux or Promescent Spray, you know, those types of things. So it's not exactly swinging a sledgehammer in a steel mill. You know what I mean? Right. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, I tell people that I feel to a certain degree that since I was 29, I started my own first company that I'm really being paid to do things that I do for free and I have fun doing. And that's the ultimate scenario you'd like to find yourself in. Mm -hmm. well, and it shows because you're so involved in everything. I mean, you're really, you're talking to customers and I mean, directly. And I mean, most CEOs really don't do that. I built this thing. Okay. When I took over as a CEO, I hired the first person because it was an idea. It was okay. We have this product. 
So when you build a company, literally from square one, I know how to do every job there is in this company. More importantly, it's very important for me never to lose the fact that what has made us successful is listening to people. You know, you have a lot of companies that feel that they know more than the customer base. And there's been so many companies in history that have failed because they literally go, this is what people need. You remember when they had the new Coke? Remember that years ago or the new, I forget what it was. Mm -hmm. And they literally two years later had to put their tail between their legs and go back to the old one because people were like, we don't like the new one. How in the world did you possibly, with a franchise that big, develop a new product and try to force it down people's throat and find out that they didn't like it, okay? So for us, when we developed a number one selling product, this number one sexual enhancement product in all of Amazon, it's generally regarded as the best delay spray. We didn't then turn around and go, well, we wrote the book on everything. We knew it was developed by a urologist who knew that was a, a, a problem. I talked to my customers and when a lot of them said, hey, when I was lasting 30 seconds, it wasn't that much of an issue. I didn't really need lube, but now I'm lasting 10 to 15 minutes. Now I need a little bit of lube. Okay, we went about developing a lube. And then when we had some of our middle and older age customers who happen to be in my age range, I'm in the old end of it. And they said, hey, I'd really like the energy and the vitality of feeling like when I was younger, I last a lot longer now, but I really don't have the stamina or the strength or the cardio to do that. We developed Vitaflux, you know, this nitric oxide supplement. And so we went down that path. Condoms were a natural evolution for us because, you know, a great percentage of people that have you know, intimacy, they have sex, want condoms, you know, to prevent birth control, disease control. That was kind of a natural. The woman's arousal gel was really kind of bizarre because one day I was having a conversation with a couple and the woman joked and she goes, you know, all your products are for men, you know, what about women? And I said, well, you know, Vitaflux works for both. And she goes, yeah, you need a product just for women. And I started thinking about it. And a couple other people told me, hey, there's these women's arousal gels out there, you know, and I said, you know, it is time that we developed, you know, some products for women. So we literally started down that path and started evaluating formulations. And I was kind of skeptical, you know, and then I, the gal that I was dating at the time, you know, we tried what now became our version of the woman's arousal gel. She was like, you know, that's not anything systemic. It's not, you know, revolutionary, it's evolutionary, you know, it increases warmth, which increases blood flow. It just gave me this really positive feeling. And I feel like that warmth kind of gave me a more intense orgasm. Who doesn't want a more intense orgasm, right? Mm -hmm. And then I start hearing similar feedback. And I went from, well, this sounds like, okay, but I'm not sure, you know, how much traction this product will have. I'm like, whoa, this could be a good product. And it literally took off from day one. I mean, literally from day one. It became a major product for us. So I wish I could say that I was a genius and, you know, I'm in the lab creating things and introducing to people, but all I do is listen. I mean, it's basically sit back, have people tell me, we really think that you would be well served by having this and be a market for it. And we certainly would buy it. And that's really what drives, you know, our new product launches and developments are people telling us what they would like to see from us. Mm -hmm. So was the delay spray your first product that started? First product. Yeah. And uh, that no, was I'm just our curious. only product for seven and a half years. That was oh, all really? we had. I'm just curious about what exactly this is. 
what is it that you're spraying? What does it do? What are the effects? Great question. So Dr. Gilbert, Dr. Ronald Gilbert is the genius behind Promescent, the company and the, certainly the first product. As a urologist, when people came to him with ED, he had many different choices, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. They came to him with incontinence, many choices, came to him with prostate issues, many choices. They came to him and said, hey, I have PE, I want to last longer. He's like, well, you're on your own. Here's your two options, okay? You can use a typical lidocaine base spray, and then you will last longer. But literally, this is a crude phrase, but it's true. You could drop a cinder block on your penis. You wouldn't feel it, okay? It just numbs you up. It's just right. basically pure lidocaine, and it literally makes you so numb, you can't feel anything. That's why you last longer. Part of the downside of that is it transfers to the female. So you're numb, she's numb. I go, you might as well go take yoga or aerobics. Everybody's moving around and everybody's sweating, but nothing's happening, okay? Right. You're, you don't feel anything. The whole, the, the, the whole objective of being intimate, having sex is to feel pleasure, not just the climax, but the entire time. When you're numb, you can't do that. The other option that they had, and I'll explain what it is for non-medical types, is there was an off-label usage for SSRIs. And most people go, what's an SSRI? Well, like, I'm on I, it. <laughs> like I did before I was involved with the company. It's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, commonly known as depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, you know, those types of things. They do delay the ejaculatory response and increase IELT, which is inner ejaculatory latency time. They allow you to last longer. Now, with a lot of things, obviously there's side effects. And when you take an, uh, a uh, SSRI for premature ejaculation, you get nausea, dry mouth, uh, loss of libido, uh, suicidal thoughts. I'm like, wait a second. I think I'd rather have PE. And right. <laughs> I didn't even realize people yeah. go on SSRIs just to, to just to last longer in bed. Without a doubt, absolutely. Wow. It's well, a lower well, dose. Hold, hold off on that for a second because that's another question that I have. So I want to hear him finish the okay description. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. So literally, to me, that's like putting out a candle with a fire hose, okay? That's like, using that for SSRIs is insane, yeah. especially when there's other things out there. So here's what Ron did. He said, there's no good options. And all urologists will tell you, prior to promescent, their toughest patients were people with PE because they would come in, they'd be frustrated, and you have nothing. Then nine months later, no, we have nothing. So he thought to himself, okay, the SSRIs are overkill. If I could find a lidocaine-based spray but find a way that would lower the numbing, would you know, increase surface sensitivity and didn't transfer to the female, that would be ideal because it's topical, non-systemic, and there'd be low side effects. So he partnered with a uh, inorganic research PhD chemist from the University of Georgia, Dr. Tony Capamaccio. And the two of them literally developed a formulation that changes the crystalline structure from lidocaine. Lidocaine is a solid, it's a crystal. So it sits on top of the surface. They created this eutectic formula that changes that lidocaine to an oil aqueous formula. When it does, it penetrates the dermis or stratum corneum, the outer layer of the skin. So you apply it seven to 10 minutes prior to intercourse or oral sex or anal sex or whatever you're doing. By that point, the lidocaine is gone, it's absorbed. So the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity and it doesn't transfer to the female. And that is in essence, 
exactly what differentiates us. That simple patented structure change. Wow. It literally turns a Ford Pinto into a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Right. It's every one of the other products is exactly the same. Make no mistake about it. There are numbing agents. They sit on the surface of the skin. They numb you. They transfer to the female partner. Never has there been a simple thing in this space as genius as that, that changed the one negative about those products into a neutral so that wasn't an issue. Wow. And it's, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I, I asked our audience for lots of questions and, and for someone like you and this company, you know, we've had this uh, podcast for two and a half years and we have, I, I'm always looking for people to come on and talk about how to make everything better in the bedroom and, you know, less shame and more intimacy and to close the orgasm gap. And I have to tell you, it is really hard to find men who are willing to come on and talk about it. I mean, really talk about it, you know, not just from a scientific perspective from, but from the perspective of like, this is, you know, that, that, this is a real issue for for couples. And a lot of the people who, so first of all, thank you for coming on because we, it really is hard to find men to talk about this. But also when I was asking um, our audience for questions, you know, one of the big things was obviously premature ejaculation and how do I get my husband to last longer? But they were also like, and how do I tell them that I want them to last longer and I want to do something like a delay spray or something without them being like, oh, wow, you know, how long has this been going so you're not satisfied? Well, you know, it's funny because I've done a lot of podcasts and a lot of uh, serious radio shows where they have live calling. And it's 50-50, as many women call in as men. But I've never seen anything like this. Every single woman that calls in has the same question. It's a two-part question. Number one, how does this work? I think we need it. Number two, how do I bring this up with my man without hurting his feelings or getting him all defensive or whatever? And I think I told you this when we had that little pre-interview that day we were talking. I always laugh because if you would have asked me before I took over this company, what is the most precious substance on earth? I go, I don't know, a Fabergé egg, some fine crystal from London. Oh, no, no, no. It's the male ego. That is the most fragile, mm -hmm. that is the Makes most sense. fragile thing on earth. I don't know what the syndrome is, but no man has to go, I'm the fastest runner in the world. Every man doesn't have to go, I jumped the highest in the world. Every man doesn't have to go, I have the best bench press per pound in the whole world. But when it comes to sex, every single guy has to go, I'm the king. Okay, I am the man. I am, you know, George of the jungle kind of a thing. And I always go, what? And they go, yeah. And I go, how do I bring it up? So I tell people, and this is the best way to do it. Don't personalize it and say, you need to last longer. I'm not climaxing, whatever I say to women. I say, here's what you do. You create a fantasy night. You say, okay, we're going to do a 50 shades of gray night. Okay, I'm going to get you a blindfold and a feather duster and a riding crop. You know what I mean? <laughs> All these things. And then throw the promescent in with that. Like it's this fantasy night. Mm -hmm. Because I tell women, if there's one thing a guy wants, it's control. Every guy on the planet has really a desire to be in control. So if you ever go out with another couple or you see a couple driving down the street, 99% of the time, the guy is driving. If I see the woman driving, I go, oh, that guy must have a DUI. <laughs> he doesn't have a license. <laughs> his wife or his girlfriend's driving. When you go over to someone's house, if there's a couple sitting there and watching TV, who has the remote? The guy, okay? It's like, 
we are so programmed that the guy feels like I'm in control. And because they're programmed that way, they feel like it's important to be in control. You're less of a man if you're not in control. The first time that a guy uses promescent, and we have so many testimonials about this, guys will go, I didn't even really know I had an issue. I kind of bought it because I was buying some lube. I was buying this. And I thought, okay, what the heck? I'll get anxiety should never be a part of intimacy or sex. And every guy knows and can think of certain instances in his life when you're in the middle of a, you know, a, of an act, so to speak, with your partner, and you're like, oh no, oh no, not yet, not yet. And you're like, there's this feeling like, hold back, hold back. And we call it the walking on eggshells. You're acutely aware that you're very close to reaching that point of no return where you're going to orgasm. If your partner has not orgasmed yet, that's not a good thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and anxiety should never be a part of intimacy. Those two things should be completely separate, okay? Anxiety should not creep into intimacy. You should be about reckless abandon, enjoying yourself, letting go, not going, oh, oh, not yet. And a lot of times couples will find themselves, a woman will go, well, the guy's really not into it. It's because the guy is trying to zone out so he doesn't ejaculate too rapidly. So- Man, everything you're saying just sounds so familiar. (laughs) Yeah. No, No, but it's true. Here's the thing. I laugh because there's a number of porn stars that use our products, okay? And Johnny Sins, who was AVN's male porn star of the year, the last three years running, has become one of our spokesperson. He endorses our product. And you talk to a guy like him. This is the number one porn star on planet Earth, okay? And he's like, of course, guys are wired differently. A lot of times, you know, but... And then every other Tom, Dick, and Harry down the street go, that's really an issue. I never heard of it. I've, I didn't believe anyone ever had that issue. You know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, really? Let's step out of the realm of premature ejaculation. Let's talk about the average healthy male, the average healthy female. The average healthy male, this has nothing to do with PE, the average normal healthy male lasts five minutes of 42 seconds of penetration or thrusting during intercourse. The average female takes 19 minutes of penetration or thrusting to achieve climax. That's called the right. arousal gap, the <laughs> orgasm gap. Okay. No, it's actually, I think your stat is wrong. The way it works is it's five minutes with the man and then 30 seconds by herself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, no, that's pretty ding, true. Because you're like, I got to get this over with, you know, in case I'm walking. <laughs> Plus, it's okay. I don't know what the syndrome is. For a lot of guys, it's like, it's okay for women to masturbate. In fact, a lot of guys are voyeurs. They go, I want to watch a woman masturbate. But so many men feel shame or they feel like, oh, I don't have anyone to do this. I got to take care of this myself. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of sex therapists and a lot of urologists will tell a lot of men, especially if they're having issues with premature ejaculation or you know different types of orgasm, to literally masturbate and get to understand the feeling of inevitability. You know what I mean? And to get to understand what it's like when you reach, and it's called edging, where you get almost to that point and then you back off, it gives you more control. But again, we're getting back to the male ego. You know, it's like a lot of guys feel like, well, if I'm masturbating, that means there's not a line of women outside the door ready to come in and take care of his majesty, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of laughable, but there's not that stigma for women because there's 7 trillion vibrators in the world. And, you know, no guy would ever, well, actually, I take that back. There's a lot of guys that if their woman uses a vibrator, it's like, why, I'm not enough for you? Is there something wrong with- Yeah, we've had that situation before. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's very common. Is same thing, you know, just like premature, you know, like wanting yeah. to last longer. And well, everything. I, was, yeah, I was very threatened by the idea of a vibrator for a long time. Right. But well, see, I'm 63 and I like to date women that are 20 years younger than me. So I have no issue. I'm like, as long as she's having orgasms and happy, I don't care what it takes. I just want to be in there somewhere so Thank that I get you. pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Know I mean? well, like, he's, he's older and wiser. The in the equation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, that's the thing to me that doesn't, you know, I, first of all, with the whole vibrator thing, fine. I mean, I'll use them by myself, whatever. But, but the thing is, is that what I think what guys are missing with everything you're talking about with the ego is that, a lot of times, you know, women aren't, they'll say, oh, my wife doesn't want to have sex enough or, or, or the other way around. But I think that what it boils down to is that a lot of times we're saying, oh, you know, my libido is low. Well, maybe it's just that we're not looking forward to sex that much. And that's, it's not even that your libido is naturally low. It's that, you know, well, you know, I, I don't feel like I want to have it because I, kn I know that it's not going to be so amazing you know if you're having amazing sex i highly doubt that you're going to be like yeah i'm not in the mood tonight i don't Your really libido feel like goes it. up substantially when you're having mind-blowing sex it's generally not a problem imagine. of low libido if you go this is a great feeling and i'm really enjoying this you know right i mean let's be real with that yeah so it just seems to me like it's a no-brainer that that we want to do whatever we can for our other for our partner to be satisfied because then they're going to want to do it more. My life experience tells me that the more satisfied my partner is, the more she's focused on making sure that I'm satisfied. So you can really get kudos for being a good guy and being sensitive when in reality you're being selfish by going, I got to make sure she's really, really happy. And you know, you're putting the focus on whatever you need, babe, you know, because in reality you go, okay, she's going to go, I like coming over here. You know what I mean? Because right. I leave satisfied. This guy's a good man. He's funny. He's successful. He takes good care of me. But in reality, the better take care you take of her sexual needs, she's going to make sure yours are satisfied as well. And just like you said, if she's not, really enjoying it is she going to push for it of course not mm -hmm. mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a moonpig card Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Yeah, because that's something that we hear all the time. And we've been in that rut too, you know? I mean, so many of us have been in that rut, especially during a pandemic. And so I think that one of the problems is that we're not realizing that we need to do what we need to do in order to, you know, make it exciting for us and for our partner. Yes. So, you know, that's, I know where you come in, but why do you think it's so hard? Cause I, I think that a lot of women are probably listening and they're like, all right, I, I could bring this up to my husband, but he's not really going to want to talk about it. Why do you think it's so hard for guys to communicate about this? And what would you say to them about that? Because I mean, I, I know, you know, Emily from sex with Emily and everything. And her big thing is communication is lubrication and it's so freaking true. But yet it's real. I mean, even with Adam, it's hard. It's, he's gotten much better, but it is really hard to get guys to really talk about this. Yeah. 
Well, I think part of it is insecurity. I think part of it is porn. I'm telling you, I'm so glad that I'm 63 and I didn't grow up before I had my first sexual experience and I had an iPhone and I was looking at, you know, porn videos, which kids do now. The majority of children growing up now actually see porn before having sex, okay? And then there becomes this expectation or almost this feeling of the average penis is nine and a half inches long. It has a circumference of a Coke can. The guy lasts 45 minutes and right before he ejaculates, he pulls out, runs across the room and shoots a woman right smack in the middle of the forehead (laughs) from 23 feet away. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of an emotional wreck I would have been if I, the first time I had sex, if I would have went, okay, that's the expectation. Because for me, it lasted about 27 seconds and it was like, oh my God, what was that? It felt good, but I'm not sure what that was. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of ignorance is bliss, you know? And so you don't create these expectations like now where people have this warped view. And I think that's why a lot of men are hesitant to talk about it because they feel like if you talk about it, you're gonna start maybe watching videos. And that's why a lot of men will watch videos in private porn, but they feel uncomfortable watching videos with a partner, porn videos. Because they're going to go, my partner's going to go, wait, the average man's penis is nine and a half inches long. We saw three porn videos and it was eight and three quarters, nine and 11 inches. How are you rolling in here at five and a half there, Stubby? You know what I mean? Like, so I think a lot of men and any man who tells you he hasn't watched porn is a liar. Okay. That's just a fact. Okay. That's an absolute fact. People are curious about everything in life, let alone something that important. Gee, how's everyone else doing it? You know? So I think a lot of the hesitancy for men to discuss it is because they feel that maybe the more you get in discussion, they might not measure up. I'm not just talking about size, but in terms of performance, in terms of technique, in terms of staying power, not realizing that a lot of these porn stars are using trimix injections or promescent. And that's how they stay hard for 40 minutes to shoot these, you know, porn scenes. So, And I think in general, men just aren't as communicative as women. Women love to talk. Men would rather just internalize everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're right, because I've been on M show, I don't know, 12 times or whatever, you know, and we always laugh because I always tell her that the best, you know, sexual, you know, tool, the best way to, you know, really, you know, get your woman primed is communicate. And it doesn't even mean when you start in the bedroom. If you're dating someone and you're going out that evening, if you have a live-in partner and you go, okay, we're going to be intimate tonight. The best thing you can do is from early on in the morning, set the expectation. Tonight, we're going to be intimate. You know what I mean? And maybe send her a little sexy text during the day, a little flirtation text. When you go out to dinner, compliment her. Ah, you're looking really good. You know what I mean? Put your arm around her. Give her a little kiss on the neck. Man, Jeff, there's a reason you do what you do, man. Yeah. You speak in my language. Yeah. Make a woman feel like I can't wait to get into bed. I feel so desired. Yes. I feel like, oh my God, I can't wait to please my man. As opposed to, okay, take off your clothes, lay down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who in the world is going to get excited over that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set the mood, set the tone. It's like if you were really going to have a good meal and you go to a five-star restaurant, Do you literally walk in and you sit down and all of a sudden they come in and throw something right in front of you, the main course? 
No, you go into a restaurant, you sit down, you smell the aromas in the kitchen. You know, they come, they bring you a menu, you look it over, you talk about what's gonna be prepared. Then you have an appetizer, then you have a salad, then you have a soup. So by the time the main course comes, you're so primed, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, I can't wait. I've had all these subtle things leading up to this big event. Look at your intimacy the same way. Start talking about it, just like you do when you go into a restaurant. Start using all your senses, you know, oh, babe, you smell great. You know what I mean? Is that some new perfume? You know, that kind of a thing. And then look at cuddling, look at holding hands when you're at a movie or a dinner. It's like the soup, you know what I mean? Or the appetizer, you know? Mm -hmm. On the way home, lean over, stop, give her a kiss, you know what I mean? Start kissing her neck, you know, that's your salad, you know what I mean? So by the time you get home, you're like, okay, time for the main course. And not just, like I said, how would you feel if you went into a restaurant a five-star restaurant, you're going to have a meal that costs $200 and you sit down and someone slaps a plate in front of you and goes, hurry up and eat. The next people are waiting for this table. Right. Savor it. Make it an event. <laughs> what are you looking what at are your me thoughts for? On, what are, I don't know. What are your <laughs> thoughts on it? I, I think everything he's saying makes complete sense. I think you paid him to say that. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> no, it, it's true, but... No, it, totally true. It makes complete sense. Probably yeah. a few ex-girlfriends of mine listen to this and go, hey, why don't you practice what you preach? You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> yeah. that's the ideal circumstances, but life isn't always ideal. There's times you get home from work, you go, I just worked 13. Okay, okay, you want to have sex? Okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Right, of course. But, yeah. You, it you doesn't can't. always have to be a five-course meal. Sometimes it's yeah, fast exactly. food. Every once in a while, you go through Chipotle. You know what I mean? That's the right. That's through, right. You know what I mean? Yep. But you got to make sure that at least every third meal is a fine dining, is fine cuisine, and you take your time. Right. Ideally, maybe two-thirds of those. But then you're going to have your immediate restaurant, but occasionally, and there's nothing wrong with a drive through once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, sometimes you go, okay, we're going to make love tonight. You know, sometimes we're going to this. But every once in a while, you know, you go, we're going to fuck tonight. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, we're we're going to go to a drive-in or I don't know if they even have those anymore, but we're going <laughs> to- They do. The no, they totally well, do. I think they I, do again. Especially with COVID. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with every once in a while, just go, okay, bend your partner over. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, you know, in a semi-public place and go bang. You know what I mean? It's like- mm -hmm. Because if you made every meal a five-course experience, after a while, you take that for granted. You know what I mean? You go, oh, every meal is like this. Part of what makes certain things special is the you appreciate the differences between, you know what I mean, yeah. the five-course meal and the In-N-Out burger. You know what I mean? That's actually a pretty good analogy, the In-N-Out burger. <laughs> you know, but do you guys have those back east? In-N-Out? Yeah. No, I wish. Oh, they're all over the West Coast. There's I like, know. I have had it before, yeah. but yeah. we don't have it here. I, I wish we would get it. We have Shake Shack now, which took Shake forever Shack, to same get. Thing. But it's basically yeah. a version of Shake Shack. Right. So it's the same thing that different moods require different. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, it is. You want to. You want to change it up. But overall, communicate. Overall, communicate. Nurture. You know. Men don't need as much foreplay because, you know, the genitalia with males is really apparent. It's there. You see it hanging. It's like, okay, you know, with women, certain women, they love, you know, when they're being fingered or cunnilingus, it's like hard, fast, you know what I mean? And this, mm -hmm. or I like it this way, I like it that way. 
as a guy, it's difficult sometimes, okay? Because the same thing that one woman likes is absolutely repulsive to another woman and vice versa, okay? I tell people that if you're a man and you really want to know about what makes your woman pleasurable, the first thing you need to do is throw out every other woman you've ever dated and start from scratch because each woman is literally like starting a painting from scratch and there's not paint by numbers. Okay. You know, one green, you know, you start from scratch and go, okay, this feels good. That feels good. Okay. But when you're a woman, a guy has a penis. I have never met one guy in my life ever that goes, you know, I really don't enjoy being blown. Okay. <laughs> I really don't like bloat. I'm like, really? Okay. The next guy I meet that goes, I'm really not into being blown. That will be, that will be patient number one. That will be subject number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but there are certain women that go, if I have someone perform cunnilingus on me prior, then my actual orgasm from intercourse isn't quite as intense. You know what I mean? There are women that go, I only climax, don't take this personally during cunnilingus when I have indirect pressure, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So it's much more complex. So it's very important for a guy to listen. It's very important for a guy to observe. And one of the things that I like to do is, speaking of masturbation, we were earlier, I like to, when a woman I feel is comfortable enough, I say, I want you to masturbate for me. I want to watch. And mm -hmm. they're like, first, like, what? I mean, why? I go, how do I better learn how to please you than watch you please yourself? Because obviously, you're there with all the time in the world. You're going to do exactly what gives you the most pleasure. So... It's nothing more than a structural video for me to watch a woman pleasure herself mm -hmm. because you say, oh, this is how much pressure she likes. This is the way she likes, you know, this kind of stuff. Certain women are like, oh my God, I don't want any direct pressure on my clitoris. You know, certain, you know, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? Right. So the best way to find out is to either have a frank discussion or watch. But too many guys are like, I'm the master, lay back. You know what I mean? I was going to say that. I was going to say, I think that one of the problems is that, especially guys, I'm sure as women we do this too, that we think we know what we're doing. But I think with a lot of guys, they're sort of like, oh, you know, I know exactly how to do it. And this is my way. And like yeah. you said, my last girlfriend loved this or my last wife loved this. or, But it is true. And that's when communication, I mean, I know for me, and we've talked about this in podcast episodes, there have been times where I haven't looked forward to sex because we were doing something that I didn't like and I didn't feel comfortable talking to him about it. And then the second we talked about it, it was like I had such a weight off my chest. And now, yeah. obviously, like we talk about everything. And so that takes, you know, such a burden off. And like you said, when there's no anxiety involved, it just makes it so much better. But I think that there are a lot of women out there, like you said, with the male ego, that they're like, I just can't say this to my husband, but yet I don't, I'm not excited about having sex because I don't want to do this thing he does. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, to me, I don't want to spend time doing something and find out later. I think I'm over here like, you know, I'm this great lover and you're over here like, please, okay, get that over with. Okay, that's ridiculous, you know? I mean, so for me, I really appreciate that. Let me focus on what pleasures you, not what either A, causes you pain or might cause you to fall asleep. You know what I mean? Because you don't mm -hmm. really feel anything. And again, as men, we have to realize, check your ego at the door. It's not like you're doing something wrong. Every woman is different. You cannot go into it saying, 
oh, I'm the master. I know exactly how to please you because each woman has a different sensation, a different pressure that feels great to them. When I first moved here from Orange County, I dated a gal, wonderful gal, and she had a hooded clitoris and she just had some anatomical issues that literally, she literally had to have intercourse for 45 minutes to achieve climax. I felt literally like I was going to work, like I should put a hard hat on, punch <laughs> in, you know what I mean? It was like, talk about feeling like, it'd be like, oh shit, I got a 5 a.m. podcast, I gotta do it's on the East Coast tomorrow, it's 11.30, oh my God. Not only that, I didn't take my electrolyte replenishment today, I might go into <laughs> hypoglycemic mode here, you know what I mean? It was like, uh -huh. so we ended up breaking up and I started dating a gal, I swear to God, that would hiccup and have an orgasm, okay? <laughs> it was like, it was like she would have nine orgasms a night, I swear to God. And I'm like, okay, there's gotta be something in between here, okay? The first one was like work. The second one is like, I don't even know if I need to be here, okay? I mean, it's like insane, but it just shows you. I'm the same guy in both cases. This woman takes 45 minutes to climax once. This woman climaxes at literally hiccuping okay so obviously i'm not a insufficient lover here and the best lover who ever lived here they were literally within months of one another but it just shows you how women's bodies are different and how women need different things you know what i mean so it's important as a guy to open yourself up don't think you know it all don't think you wrote the book i don't care how many women you've been with the one you're with right now might have needs or feelings that no one else has had before. And you're not hitting the spot. You're not doing what you need to do to pleasure her. Therefore, you're not going to receive as much pleasure. If you really want to get the most out of her, take a step back. Communicate. Ask her to share with you. Ask her to show you. And don't appear to be hurt or insensitive. I always encourage people, hey, tell me what you like. You know, and sometimes women are unnerved because you're right in the middle of it. I'll say, hey, does that feel good or well? Oh, yeah. And later they're like, well, I never had anyone ask me. They just assumed it felt good. I go, why would I assume anything? I'm not inside your body. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want to know what it feels like. And if it feels good, I'm going to do it a lot more. If you would be honest and go, no, then let me try something else that might feel a little better. So for me, it wasn't until I was 50 that I kind of realized that and took over this company. But I wish I would have learned that when I was 30. Well, yeah, that better. actually brings up a question that I had for you was, I, I, I completely agree with the whole male ego thing and that's a, that's a big player in this. Do you think maybe a little, bit, a little bit of it could be, well, look, we're just big dumb guys, right? We're pretty simple. We can get off real easily. There's not much of a trick. You know, you can do it, like you said, the same way to every guy and we're all going to feel just as good. But nobody teaches a guy that women's bodies are different. And it takes more, like we look at ourselves and say, oh, you do this and you get off and it's that simple. And nobody ever said, well, women aren't that way. They need certain things, you know, different women need different things. Like you were just saying for, you know, quite some time there that we don't know. So no. is it possibly that, look, we're just kind of, you know, these dumb men that just don't know these things. And the only way to find out is to make your woman feel comfortable enough to tell you and share with you and not be worried about hurting your feelings. You know what I mean? And to ask or just say, show me, you know, and be, 
you can, you know, be very perceptive too. Watch, watch your woman's movements, watch her eyes, watch her breathing. You know what I mean? You'll know if you're performing cunnilingus on somebody and you don't feel any kind of twitching or you don't feel any tension building up or you don't feel her breath getting shorter, you're doing something wrong, you know? I mean, seriously. I always tell guys, when you're performing cunnilingus on a woman, what are you doing, painting a fence down there? Up and down, up and down, like for 20 minutes. I'm like, God, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, be a little creative. Sam Kinison used to be my favorite comedian. Sure. He's dead now, but he had this thing. He said, guys, when you first go down on a woman, just lick the alphabet, A, B, C, D. You know what I mean? Like that way, somewhere in there, you're going to touch every spot. You know what I mean? Right. And pay attention. And then later you'll be like, oh, she likes capital T. Oh, more capital T. You know what I mean? Like, and I, that routine was funny, but I go, that shit's true. Okay. Right. It right. is true. Right. Right. That is, don't I mean, be definitely. programmed. It's like, don't paint a fence, you know, <laughs> like be a little creative, you know? Yeah. And have fun. I think also yeah. so many of us are, you know, so worried about, uh, about our performance and everything. we're forgetting to have fun. Like it should also be fun. Um, I, I was going to say though, because we're always trying to find ways. Like I think one of the things we're really trying to do is to find, you know, whether it be games or, you know, questions to ask each other for communication or a product like Promescent stuff to make the bedroom, you know, a better place. But my one thing I wanted to ask you is what do you say to the person who's like, I don't know what, I don't know what, what's in that. How do I know I can trust it? You know, because so many of these products, like you were saying, you know, the big dick 69, you know, cream for, uh, that's my, that's my thing is that I know that people are going to be like, well, I want to try it. And, and like I said, it, I want people to try anything that's going to help, but I also don't want them to feel like, well, I, you know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to try it. Our products that are systemic, meaning like promescent spray that gets absorbed, our product like Vitaflux, which is a uh, combination of uh, uh, amino acids and zinc and magnesium, have all had clinical trials. They've all had clinical studies. They've all had safety testing. They were all developed by urologists and have been put through rigorous testing. We manufacture our products in a class 100 clean room, all under pharma, pharmaceutical grade, you know, OTC manufacturing. They're all pharmaceutical grade components in them. Unlike some of the, you know, I call them gas station products that you see, unlike some of the, uh, you know, uh, truck stop kind of supplements, that kind of stuff. We put a lot of money. When you go to our website, you'll see physicians. And it'll say, Dr. Mohit Kira, Baylor University, Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, Tulane. These guys are the president of the Inter uh, International Society of Sexual Medicine and the Sexual Medicine Society of North America. So you'll see Dr. Ian Kerner. You'll see Dr. Laura Berman, these therapists. And they have vetted these products. They know who we are, what we are. By the same token, You'll go to other sites and you see a picture, a Getty stock photo of a guy in a lab coat. It goes, doctor recommended. No right. idea who the doctor, no, <laughs> right. like what? And we've had consumers that go, oh, well, these other ones are doctor recommended too. I go, <laughs> so an actor in a lab coat that says doctor recommended, you think carries the same weight is Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, Dr. Larry Levine from Rush Memorial, who's one of the premier urologists in the US. 
going on and on specifically about promescent. And they're like, oh, now that I think about it, take the time to recognize the difference between a doctor and a lab coat from a Getty stock photo that says doctor recommended in seeing an actual testimonial by a renowned physician who's mentioning the product by name in saying how A, he recommends it to his patients and B, the satisfaction level of his patients use those products. One of the things that I tell people, there's all these drugstore and, and you know, uh, truck stop products or convenience store products. Some of them literally, and you see this all the time, they've been busted because they have genetic, generic Viagra Salsalvitra blended into their supplements. I can't tell you how dangerous that is. You know, uh, so Denifel is a heart medication. And that's why it's only prescribed by physicians. If you have a heart condition, you can die by taking those products. That's why you cannot take those supplements, you know what I mean, that are unregulated, that you see either on an unregistered site over the internet or one of these cheesy ass, you know, like, you know, big boner, you know what I mean, even by the name, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You could be putting your life at risk by taking some of those products. You have no idea what's in those things. Everything we do is, it's GMP, you know, guaranteed manufacturing process. It is all completely state-of-the-art manufacturing that the uh, all the ingredients are sourced. They're all pharmaceutical grade. They're reviewed by physicians. That's extremely important. Sexual health is just like any other part of your health. You know, don't take for granted there can't be side effects if you put the wrong things into your body. So it's very important to have the confidence that you're dealing with a first-rate company that is, you know, has all the safety precautions in place and takes your health very seriously, not just your pleasure level, but also the health. This episode of Marriage and Martinis is sponsored by Best Fiends. Who doesn't need a little fun and downtime right now? We all do. With Best Fiends, the fun never ends. There are literally thousands of levels to play and tons of cute characters to collect. If you're tired of the same old puzzle game, it's time to try Best Fiends, which engages your brain with fun puzzle levels, but it's a casual game, so it's not going to stress you out. And right now, nobody is looking for any more stress. I've been playing Best Fiends for almost a year now, and it's been so much fun collecting these new cute characters, and there's always new levels and challenges to keep me engaged in the game. But also, my nine-year-old and I are in constant competition between who is at a higher level or who has more characters collected. So trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. So join me and millions of people who are already playing this fun puzzle game. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play today. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. And I hope that people, I mean, we all need to try new things and hopefully, you know, people will feel comfortable enough to introduce it. And um, because I know I got so many dozens and dozens of, you know, the questions that I asked were about making, you know, helping my partner to last longer. And I don't even know if people really realize what a problem it is because people aren't communicating. It's a Here's one of the things I'll tell you that blows people away. 60% of the people that use our product do not have clinical PE. They don't have what, you know, the medical community would say is PE. There are men who go, I want to take that part out of the equation because 
no one wants to have be fully aware and have that anxiety. Is she done? Is she done? Or is he done? Is he, you know what I mean? That kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You literally want to change the equation for did my partner orgasm to do I want to give my partner a second orgasm before I'm done? Do I want the feeling of control and the feeling that, okay, this is really going to be a great night. Or do I want the feeling of like, I hope I can last long enough. Like we said, anxiety should not be part of that equation, but it could be part of that equation if you're not fully confident that you're going to last long enough to satisfy your partner. Right. That's so true. I mean, there's so many times that I have that anxiety that you've been talking about that I was like, oh, fuck, no, really? Now? Yeah. Like already? And it's like, yeah. okay, I, I guess that's it. I'm like, I'm sorry, sweetie. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know what to do, but I, I'll, I would do what I can, but right. I can't. <laughs> and that's the way you were talking about porn and everything, because my thought was always, oh, well, he can just do it again. No, he can. He no. can do it the next night. Oh, maybe he me. can do it again. When I was 20, 25, I'd be like, give me three minutes. We'll be ready again. Right. Then I was 35 and I go, give me 30 minutes. We'll be ready again. Then I was like 50 and I go, give me an hour or two. I'll be ready again. <laughs> now, and I always tell people like, when you're young, I considered it the machine gun. You know, oh, I'm firing bullets. You know what I mean? Then I had a semi-automatic. Then I had like a rifle. Now I feel like I have a musket. You know what I mean? You have to put the powder in, <laughs> in whatever, do all the stuff. Okay, you take a shot. You go, okay, see me tomorrow. I need a good night's sleep, right. have breakfast, maybe a little workout, and then we'll go ahead. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. Why didn't I appreciate that ability when I had it before? They always say that you don't appreciate what you have till it's gone. I remember there were times when I was younger, I could have sex four or five times, you know, in a 24 hour period of time. I go, I'm lucky to have four or five times a week. If that's a great week, <laughs> it's my birthday and anniversary and <laughs> Christmas all blended into one. You know what I mean? It's right. like, get out of here with that, you know? <laughs> and you just wish that, you know, I wish I had this much knowledge when I had that much ability. Mm hmm. Well, thank you so much. First of all, people can find all the links and everything if they want to try it. And I hope people will because, you know, why are we suffering when we don't have to? And why aren't we making sex as fun and intimate and comfortable as possible? And so I thank you because, honestly, I I'm serious when I say there are not a lot of men who are willing to come on and be as open as we are about this subject. And it's really important. And um I yeah. appreciate this opportunity. It's extremely important. And one of the things that I tell people, no matter we're on Amazon, we're in Target, we'll be launching in Walmart in June. Uh, you know, we're in a number of different places, but I always tell people the best thing to do is go to our site. When you go to every other site, all buy now, buy now, all they want to do is buy the product. You will see so much information and articles talking about the different products. Everything is different. We believe that the more educated you are, the higher probability you're going to buy promescent products, okay? So we stress no matter where you're going to end up buying us, and we don't care where you end up buying us, or if you don't, if you feel that after educating yourself, we're not the right product, then so be it. But the best thing you can do is go to promescent.com, and it's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, promescent. Go there and educate yourself. Go there and find out the options, the products that are available. Do the research. You don't have to go there and buy right away. Go there, do your research, go, wow, this sounds interesting. Then go to some other sites, then look for independent articles and then make a choice because you have all the information, you're informed, you know what I mean? And you mm -hmm. feel good. You know, the lubes speak for themselves. People know about lubes. The one product I will tell you that both for men and women is astounding is Vitaflux. 
It is the combination of arginine, L-carnitine, and L-citrulline infused with magnesium and zinc. So it increases blood flow. When you increase blood flow, it decreases blood pressure because it opens up the arteries with more blood flow and gives you lower blood pressure. So number one, that's good unto its own. At the same time, it decreases inflammation. Anytime you have inflammation, the way you get rid of it is oxygenated rich blood to the area, which promotes healing. So you recover from workouts, soreness, stress, much better. Also, there's an endothelium layer on all of your vessels and veins. And when you're young, that's very subtle and soft and it allows hormone absorption. As you age, the epithelial layer becomes hardened and hormones don't absorb as well. So men have higher body fat, lower energy because their hormones don't absorb. For women, they stop lubricating. And a lot of women will go, I don't understand. When you get older, you don't lubricate as well. After 40, after menopause kicks in, women use tons of lubrication because they don't have as much natural lubrication. It's not like your body loses the ability to lubricate. Your hormone levels drop because of this hardening of the epithelial layer. So the Vitaflux softens up that epithelial layer and allows for better hormone absorption. So it is a great product. One of the things it does, it increases blood flow to the genitals because it increases everywhere. For women, it increases libido. And a lot of women also, when their hormones go down, complain about their libido going down. For men, it gives you a better erection because it has better blood flow, but it also increases your libido as well. And that is a huge breakthrough product that helps both men and women. And it's an exceptional product. Awesome. Well, thank you for what you're doing. And, you know, it's just, it's awesome because we all need to be talking about it more. And hopefully that people will be willing to go out on a limb and, you know, and try some new stuff because I know that the one number one complaint that I get on our social media and from our listeners and everything is I'm bored. And, oh. you know, so, so, so thank you so much, Jeff. And no, um, the thanks yeah. goes to you because, you know, we do what we do, but we can't do what we do unless we have people that resonate and connect with an audience and an audience trust and an audience says, wow, I'm glad that in the setting and the comfort of my home, let me tell you something. If we do digital ads, I don't care. Like I said, we have all these doctors and all these testimonials. Someone else sees a digital ad and says, doctor recommended. People can't understand. They don't make the distinction. It's this forum right here to where people can hear someone talk intelligently, hopefully, and <laughs> you know, passionately and understand what the difference is between Wayne Hellstrom and Larry Levine and Dr. Mohit Kira recommending a product and a stock photo of a you know, Getty photo saying doctor recommended. They'll understand the difference between a lidocaine based spray that sits on the surface and numbs you and your partner, as opposed to one with the eutectic formula, which allows the man to maintain a higher degree of a surface sensitivity and also doesn't transfer to the female. It's this form, this venue that allows for that level of communication. So the thanks is all to you guys. Oh, thank you. Well, hopefully just us both, you know, getting the word out there will be awesome. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. You Bye, too, Jeff. Jeff. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye -bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.